Alright, welcome back to the podcast. It's Keaton Byers here, and today I'm sitting with Miss Jamie Roy. Hi, how are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well today we're going to talk about some social media trends that are kind of getting everybody's eyes. Um, and so, uh, we're, we're kind of talking about a few things that are kind of going around, and um, kind of some rumors, and so we're going to kind of break it down together. I'll kind of ask Jamie on her opinions on stuff like that. Um, Influencing Marketing Hub, which is a huge uh, marketing website that does a lot of things around, um, have kind of done some trends um, on what the future holds for 2020. And so the first one that they um, have implemented is that content um, will gain um, popularity through Instagram and Snapchat stories. Um, According to this, um, a lot of people have actually seen... Um, more stories in the last year than we ever have since Snapchat and Instagram was available. Um, so back in like October when they did their research, um, at the time there was like a hundred um, kind of like reviews, I guess, um, that they did. And by the time January came around, there was up to 500 um, people who were just constantly looking through Snapchat and Instagram stories. Um, marketers have uh, taken notice of this trend and will con- continue to leverage it on their advantage And according to a report, um, I don't know the company, um, but 64% of marketers either already have incorporated Instagram stories of their strategies. And so what this kind of means from what I'm reading is that more and more people are looking at Instagram and Snapchat stories on a daily. Um, Obviously, you know, with the, you know, what's going on in the world right now, it's it's kind of like, are we going to see more of that as we go into so, Jamie, I mean, obviously, me and you, Instagram and Snapchat is, you know, a huge thing that we do. Um, do you look at stories a lot or, I mean, does it just flow by? Yeah, I look at people's Snapchat stories more because I am on Snapchat more. Um, I usually watch all the stories on Snapchat. Instagram, I kind of just watch my friends. I don't really watch celebrities that much because, as you know, Instagram's um, stories are all in one pile, but on Snapchat celebrities are in one like one row and then your friends are in another row so I usually watch all my friends um on both and not really like celebrities I don't know why I'm just yeah. more interested in what my friends are doing but yeah recently I've been watching a lot of stories because people are sharing important information I think more on Instagram than Snapchat and yeah it's been a kind of a source of information to be honest because right. that's how people are sharing information through those platforms yeah, and I totally agree with that. I mean, people are sharing new information. They're sharing their daily lives. Um, so as we go deeper into um, the research on stories, um, I'll catch you all as soon as, uh, as, soon as possible. All, you, all we kind of know um, about that is that they are growing into popularity, and that's a really cool thing. The second trend that they, they talked about is um, niche uh, social platforms will perform well. So they're talking about Facebook and Instagram. Um, which are the two of the longest dominated social medias, um, and they're the largest and most popular platforms. However, um, Facebook has kind of declined here recently, and that is thanks to TikTok. Um, TikTok is a huge thing right now. Um, it, um, uh, B2B's uh, companies prefer like Linkid um, for social media and uh, like alternatives. Um, but also, when we talk about um, those kind of those kind of social medias, um, you're talking about uh, video games 
obviously big as well, um, Twitch being one of those. Um, however, TikTok made its huge debut back in uh, 2016 is what I do believe. Yeah, uh, the platform started in 2016. Um, however, back in January of last year, started to grow and grow and grow. And then we got a few um, kids who decided to show off that their twin sister looked like them. And, you know, and now they're, you know, Charlie D'Amelio is obviously who's a, who I'm talking about. Um, and now look, she's all over the news. Um, she's on Jimmy Fallon. She's been on Ellen. Um, and so you look at that. And so here is a chart right here that I'm looking at. And it uh, says uh, most popular social media platforms by number uh, of users or registered accounts. Um, now this, I cannot tell you when this uh, data was formed, but Facebook still had at least 2.375 million people on Facebook um, every day. That's every day. Um, YouTube is right under it with 2 million. Um, TikTok is on the rise of doing that, but they're only at 500,000, I do believe, is what they say in daily, daily sources. Now, what this kind of means to me is that, yeah, TikTok is slowly growing to where Facebook and Instagram are. Um, but in your opinion, Jamie, do you think Facebook and Instagram are in a, some trouble because of TikTok? Or do you think they're just... You know they're gonna be fine for a while. I don't know. I think TikTok is used differently than Instagram and Facebook. To be honest, a lot of TikToks are actually on Instagram. So a lot of people watch. A lot of my friends watch TikToks on Instagram instead of getting the actual app and Twitter. But yeah, I don't think they'll be harmed because a lot more older people use Facebook and they're not interested in TikToks. So yeah. at least Facebook will be okay. I think um, as far as Instagram. Like I said, people are watching TikToks on there, and people like just still share their own content. So, but TikTok is taking the social media yeah. um, to another level, especially with all these like TikTok celebrities that are coming out of it. Mm. But yeah, um, I think if anything, it's helping them grow, right? Because they're sharing TikToks, right? And with Facebook owning Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. it's like it helps them both. You know, equals out kind of in some way. Um, there was a huge rumor um, that Facebook, which, you know, has been in trouble for the last few years over and over and over again, um, there was a rumor that they were going to go out and buy TikTok. Now, I, I've covered this, and I'm probably going to keep covering it. Um, I covered it during my first podcast, but Disney loves buying things <laughs> from people. Um, so does Facebook. Uh, Facebook did not start Instagram. They bought Instagram right when it launched. Um, and look at it now. So is there a chance, Jamie, do you think Facebook could buy TikTok at some point? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, if it's to keep their company afloat, they probably will. Because I feel like that's also a reason why they're still doing okay. Because they bought Instagram. And they know Instagram will be used. I don't know. It depends. Because... It's like, is TikTok just a trend right now? Will it go away after a few months? Maybe like over, maybe in a year? Kind of like Musical.ly. Like mm -hmm, Musical.ly kind of yeah. randomly disappeared. Mm -hmm. Like the rule that happened to TikTok. Right. I don't know if they want to make that investment, you know? Right. So it's a very big maybe. Yeah, it is. And like you said, I mean, that's Musical.ly fell off the face of the earth, yeah. basically. And so um, TikTok being music and sound, background sounds and just a normal video is fine 
And that's where a lot of people like myself have concerns about that and Instagram because Instagram stories, Instagram videos in general, a lot of them are just background noises or just an original video. And people who do that through TikTok, it's kind of like, eh, it's, it's fine. TikTok is the new Musical.ly. I've heard that a lot of people, a lot of people say that. In my opinion, yes and no. I mean, do you think, Jamie, it's the new Musical.ly or is it a, just a brand new thing? Yeah, I'm not even sure, like, um, was it like, was, did they just change the name and it's the same app? Yeah. Or is it a completely new app? I'm not really sure right. about and I th- that. I think um, it is a brand new um, company that does it. Um, I'll look it up real quick. Um, uh, Byte Dance is who owns it, which is a Beijing-based company. Um, so that's a little concern, obviously, um, with what's going on in the world. Um, but um, that's that's fine, you know. I mean, I mean, I'm okay with you know a different company owning TikTok, but I would like for Facebook to at least make an investment, you know. It might help them in the long run. Um, obviously, Instagram, like I said, it's fine. It's on, on its own. Um, TikTok is fine on its own. So I guess we'll kind of just go from there and see what happens with their numbers. All right, the next uh, trend that they have on their influencing marketing hub um, was, it's, it's a huge talk right now, and is Instagram will remove the like button. Now, we've been talking about this for a good year or so. Um, so according to, to this source right here, it says Instagram is one of the largest social networks, um, and any major changes implemented here can shape the social media landscape. One major change is possibly Instagram removing the like feature for posts. Uh, Jamie, your opinion? Yeah, I was actually looking at my Instagram right now. <laughs> um, it seems like I've noticed that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've seen just like it says liked by account name and others instead of the number. Right. And I've noticed it on, I have two accounts, and I've noticed it on one of my accounts and not my other one. Mm-hmm. Um, my main one still shows like the number of likes and I don't know it is kind of weird I don't know if it's necessary like I don't know how much people really depend on likes I know I don't I don't know how many people actually do if you do then (laughs) yeah something needs to be changed I think more people care about making money right off of likes and that's why they're upset about it and because a lot of influencers don't know how what their reach is if they don't get likes but as normal users of Instagram, right. I don't think it should be anything to worry about. Right. But I always go to uh, um, somebody that I follow on Instagram that, you know, um, but a person who grew into Instagram and started her own business um, and like that, and now she's one of the one of the most successful entrepreneurs out there, and that is Summer Rae. Um, Summer Rae was a nobody when Instagram started, and now she is she's got this business um she's obviously fitness and everything like that um so she she kind of depends on likes um i know she doesn't really care uh, i know she does a a podcast with amanda cardney who was big on vine at one point um but yeah she's obviously going to depend on all those likes um but you know i don't and like jamie said i don't for us it's like oh yay we got 50 likes you know and so it's like eh, whatever however instagram um according to the source instagram has recently tested uh 
this proposal um, in a beta test and may soon apply this change globally. Um, so it, it sounds like it's kind of coming. I don't know how much that's gonna do. According to this also, the logic that it's given um, it, is that likes determine a person's social value, which Jamie said, um, and waiting for such validation is to terminal to people's mental health. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like the main reason they are getting rid of it is because it is affecting people's mental health. Like, they feel like if they don't have as much like as some likes as someone else, they're not worth as much as them and everything. And I do understand, because I have been, I don't want to say, like, a player in the game, but I have caught myself being like, why don't I have this many likes? Or, oh my god, I have this many likes. Like, yeah. That must be them better than blah, blah, blah. And not necessarily those thoughts, but it is kind of crazy how, like, likes can change a person's opinion of somebody. Mm -hmm. Like I said, though, I feel like most people in our generation don't really care, mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know. I guess if they do get rid of it, we can see yeah. if it makes any changes or if it's the same, and if people actually do care. Right. I yeah. I, I do, too. Um, another issue with this is that here recently, I've been seeing it more and more often, um, but every three or four posts that I follow a commercial of some sorts would pop up with a blue strip that says go to their website or whatever. Um, brands, that's what they're calling them, also pay enormous amounts of money to have that be put on Instagram. And their likes also influence their businesses. And so if they remove the likes, then brands won't be able to measure the direct impact of their campaigns um, on a business term and for me, going into a business major, that's, it's, it sucks. <laughs> I can tell you all that right now. Um, it's Instagram ads is what they're, they're kind of known for. Facebook has, is rolling with ads right now. I know me and Jamie were, were talking too long ago, but you look at games, um, like Club Penguin and Webkins and all that stuff that have been ruined by ads. Um, that's exactly what they're talking about right here. Um, if they remove likes, they will not be able to manage the direct uh, impact of consumers, um, which, like I said, sucks. Um, Jamie, I mean, that's that's business talk. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, if you get rid of them, then maybe, maybe people's mental health will improve. On the other hand, people with businesses can't tell what their reach is. I don't know it's difficult because you don't really know how much it will affect people unless you do change it you can't just you know guess and you have to do it and see what happens but um yeah i didn't really think about how ads would be affected right because you don't know who sees your stuff no really no and you look and i don't think it's on there and i'll have to confirm that um but when you look at Instagram ads, like I'm looking right now to see if I can get one immediate, yeah, see the first one that came up. Um, it will tell you how many ads, um, or how many likes that ad had specifically. So this one is uh, Blue Layer, um, which uh, it's a workforce at home apparently, obviously, a coronavirus ad. It only has 16 likes. And it doesn't tell me what time it was posted. So it 
it, it sucks because you look at, oh, it's going to help people's mental health because they're not going to talk about that person. But it also sucks for the people who run businesses through Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, two of the biggest markets in the market right now, um, kind of count on ads. So removing the like button, is it an issue in my opinion? Yes, Jamie? Yes and no. I think a good idea would be maybe to only allow the like button for business accounts mm -hmm. and then for personal accounts, normal. But if you're someone like me who has their account as a business account because yeah. I like to see what my reach is because you can make anyone can make their account a business account. Right. Um, then that might become an issue and everyone might, everyone might just start calling themselves a business. Yeah. So I think and yes because we don't know what its impact is yet right. to say no. Right, exactly. I totally agree with that. Um, we'll get more information about that. I know it's a big issue right now. I've heard a lot about it, especially at the beginning of the year, um, but we'll just, we'll just go from there. All right, the fourth trend that they've got is social commerce will expand. Um, so social medias uh, platforms such as Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook have long you, uh, been using uh, brands to sell their products. So social commerce has become a new retail avenue for brands, and this trend is only going to get stronger. You look at um, you look at Pinterest, you look at eBay, um, you look at Facebook, who um, now has their own marketplace, um, and Instagram, obviously through the ads, um, they're they're becoming more bigger. Uh, social commerce is a well uh, on its way to becoming a mainstream retail channel on par with other mediums like websites and offline stores. Um, with the website that I'm building, it keeps asking me, do I want to do social uh, commerce? And, you know, if this becomes big, I might, you know, sell t-shirts. I've got a logo that's created um, and do whatever. But it is becoming a huge issue with social media. I know that for sure. Instagram being one of the biggest one, Pinterest, there's nothing you can't sell on Pinterest anymore. eBay being another one, even though eBay is not really a social media thing. Um, it, the, this trend of the commerce will strengthen further with more and more social networks, including pro-selling features like a shoppable posts, um, Instagram. Uh, from shoppable post to Instagram, storefronts, um, social networks are continuously involving to become retail platforms. So Jamie, are we are we seeing are we seeing an online store through Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest? I mean, yeah, I've already seen a lot of people have have um like account stores, I guess, store accounts on Instagram. Um I haven't seen it on Facebook that much, but I don't get on Facebook. I guess the only thing I see is like groups. A lot of groups are made. There's one for our town for like cars before selling um and then you said pinterest mm -hmm. yes yeah for pinterest i don't know i only see that stuff if it's like through a company yeah. not through a person i guess right. but instagram and facebook are definitely more user run um there are still a lot of companies on instagram though and i have followed some of them mm -hmm. and it is a good way to get your brand out there because there's a lot of things I wouldn't know about if I did, if they weren't on Instagram or a lot of companies. So, yeah, I don't know. It's possible. It's cap it's happening. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to become I don't know if they're all going to become like a source of revenue. Right. But 
Yeah. Right. And uh, and with that being said, I mean, you look at Facebook, who's gotten in trouble because of their revenue stuff. Um, but once again, that's Facebook. Uh, Facebook likes to get in trouble, apparently. Um, <clears throat> but I do agree. I think we're going into something that's very social, uh, a social commerce, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the fifth trend that they said is that video content will dominate. Well, I don't really need to read that. TikTok, for being instance, that is so video. It's all video. Um, so here, here it's saying video content is one of the most engaging forms of content and will soon dominate the social media. Um, a clear winner over all types of content. There is not one post on Instagram that I go by every single day that at least one of their little dots is a video. Um, and so why? I don't know. I mean, I guess picture, I guess pictures don't really tell the story. Um, but you know, um, whether it's a short film, um, like those popular on TikTok or stories from Snapchat, um, to long forms on YouTube, YouTube is becoming really not strict anymore. I'm seeing more videos that are over an hour, and it's like, because I remember there was a time when 45 minutes, yeah. <laughs> 45 minutes, um, and so they're becoming more laid back with that. According to a Cisco study, um, by the year 2022, two years away, 82% of all online content will be video content. I mean, what, what do you think of that, Jamie? <laughs> um, it's a good and bad thing for me. Part of my um, major film um, would thrive off of that because we're making video content all the time. But then my other part, journalism, would not because mm -hmm. I, I'm doing print journalism and that's all words. And I think news articles, it would be all broadcast. Um, and from what I've learned from a class I'm actually taking this semester, hopefully we'll continue to be able to, um, is that a lot of people trust print newspapers or like actual newspapers like over a news anchor, like watching the news on TV because the journalists who usually work on newspapers are more somehow more ethically correct. I don't know why, but um, I guess like CNN and Fox, all those news outlets, it gets, their words get twisted and everything because it is live TV. You can't take back something that you say, but for print, you can type as much as you want and review it and make sure your facts are correct. Broadcast, you can be kind of prepared, but if you mess up, you mess up. And I think that's why a lot more people trust articles. So in terms of news, um, I think it would kind of suffer, but entertainment um video wouldn't be an issue i think a lot of people who write blogs though and mm -hmm. have um a, like writers too books everything i don't know what would happen with that but yeah. as far as social media it has kind of been mostly visual so yeah. i don't think it'd be too much of an issue but yeah i don't know yeah i totally agree i mean it's it's hard to do something like that um Obviously, in Jamie's case, with her journalism stuff, I mean, that's, that's going to be strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so the next one is, and 
I, I see this at my work and it, it's crazy, but social media, um, the use of it, uh, the increase of use of social media for customer service. This is a good and a bad thing at the same time. Let me kind of explain why. So the good thing about it is because we get direct feedback um, from customers, Chick-fil-A, um, many actually restaurant chains, what they do is give you a survey at the end of their receipt. And that's customer service in its own way. Say the rewards app isn't working, you just literally use their website or their Facebook page or their whatever to kind of get customer service that way. Um, the reason why it's a bad thing is because people are not very honest these days. Um, there is a lot of customer services out there that are not very, uh, not very good in some way. Um, I kind of have to pinpoint to Walmart in some kind of ways. Um, even some some other companies that are just not really great with their social media customer service. Um, some of them, um, some of these these articles that are pinpointing this um, is that it's a retail form that is mostly in the customer service area. But when you look at restaurants, I mean, yeah, they're they're retail, but they're not over, you know, they're not selling something, you know, they're selling food that you eat that moment, um, but they're not selling something that you keep forever. Um, clothing stores like uh, Old Navy and stuff like that. Um, they obviously offer customer service through their social media, but it's just not as strong as a food place. So Jamie, I mean, customer service is big for anybody that works in, you know, retail areas. Do you think social media is gonna, I mean, they, it's an increase of the use of social media to get the customer service, but do you think that's smart? Um, yes and no, because it's kind of, to me, it feels a little more unprofessional and you can't, I don't know, you can directly talk to them, I guess, but it's not as private. Um, I don't know, let's say you're on Chick-fil-A's Instagram account or something and they mess up an order, then the entire Instagram, everyone who follows Chick-fil-A will know because they commented on a photo. Right. They're like, hey, and then Chick-fil-A is usually always like, or any other um, account, like business account is usually like, hey, let's shoot us a DM and then we, we will take care of it. So the only thing with it is that it's so public, I think, as if when, when the company does mess up, people know, what, rather than um, you just privately messaging them and emailing them or however it's usually done um so yeah, yeah. It can, it's like to, it's good because you directly talk to your customers mm -hmm. but like i said if if they want to they can destroy your brand yeah which hope most people don't they're just like it's just a simple problem it's like hey i didn't get my um discount you told me i was going to yeah. or something and they're like hey we'll take care of it and they usually do but you never know. Yeah, and so, like, right, and so many people these days like to attack businesses. Yeah. Um, and so, obviously, you look at um, Toys R Us, um, <laughs> who is, it's a social media trend on itself because Toys R Us went bankrupt at the beginning of the year last year, and now they're back, you know. And people are like, oh, you, you went bankrupt, you sold everything for billions of dollars. 
and now they're back. You know, their first store opened in Kentucky, I do believe. Um, literally, like two months before Christmas, and people complained and complained and complained. And I haven't heard anything about Toys R Us since. Me neither. And so, I don't know what's up with that. Um, but, like you said, that's people attacking businesses through that kind of, the kind of way. Um, one of the last things I want to uh, briefly kind of mention is the rise of social media communities. Um, obviously, this is, I'm sure, talking about um, Facebook. So, social media communities are basically social groups that are created by brands to provide a networking platform for their customers. These are usually private groups that are like-minded people and can join to talk about their shared interest. Um, it goes on to saying for, uh, Facebook, Facebook groups are a brilliant example of these social communities. Uh, many brands uh, utilize such groups to bring all of their existing and prospective customers together and engaging with them in a meaningful way. Well, yeah, that's a pretty positive thing. Um, group members can discuss uh, various topics, share their experiences, and seek solutions to their challenges. I follow um, a group that does a ton of um, cooking classes um, through this um, the master class uh, online. Uh, for instance, like Gordon Ramsay um, that I take, and I also follow a Disney one, of course, um, that talks of, um, about the CEO or the ex CEO now, uh, Bob Eigner, and so forth and so on, and um, they're they're a great group, you know. They're great groups to just kind of talk to, um, but they're they're rising rapidly, and so you know, is is this? I mean, is this? I mean, it's obviously a great thing, but do you think it's gonna continue? Because like, are we gonna get out of hand? I guess is the right question, Jamie. Of these these social groups. Um. I don't think so. I mean, people have been talking online for years, and now, especially with what's going on, there's going to be more and more people talking online um, together. But, I don't know, it can get, I guess, overwhelming for, like, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, the with band and people talking on the internet with so many p opinions thrown at you and everything. But, I don't know. Like you said, like your cooking class mm. is a social group, mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the best things you can have is like a way to learn online. Yeah. So I don't know. As long as we keep it underhand, like you said, if it's is it getting out of hand? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. For I think it is better to have it maybe just for educational resources like the master classes, or for businesses to talk to each other or families, yeah. but. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it's getting out of hand yet. <laughs> yet, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think this is a rise that is kind of well needed, you know, because yeah. people just talk about, you know, oh, you know, I cooked this today. How does it look and stuff like that? And then a lot of people that are on there are just like, oh, my gosh, you know, um, or, you know, for my Disney group, you know, we talk about upcoming movies and, you know, TV shows and music especially. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah. that's, yeah, and that's a lot it's of things. It's definitely a way to stay connected. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. So I, I understand that part, and I'm, I'm kind of I kinda okay with that. Um, another thing I would like to add about um, TikTok and Instagram stories and Snapchat stories even um, is the music that we put into those. 
Um, music is a huge part of everybody's lives, um, especially mine. And Jamie's, Jamie's is a, she's a music nerd like me in her own way. Um, but we use music to express what that video is. And a lot of TikTok music right now is kind of all over the place. Um, it's some of the, some of it's good, some of it's bad. Um, some of the, like the bad music that I'm, you know, watching these TikToks is like, it, not bad music, but like the, the new generation's music, which I like to call bad music, um, is, is out there and it's, it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm not arguing about that, but it's like, eh, I'm not okay with that type of music for that kind of situation. Um, especially right now with what's going on in the world, um, a lot of people are kind of choosing some interesting music for, um, for their TikToks or whatever like that. Um, but however, there's a lot of good music out there, um, that people are choosing to express their feelings through social media. Um, Jamie, I mean, music, like I said, is a, is a big part of both of our lives, but with social media, has exploring that type of music, any kind of music through TikTok, Instagram, whatever, has it helped you to kind of know the social norms of today's society, I guess? Yeah, a lot of um, my friends actually get mad, or one of my friends in particular um, plays me a bunch of random songs that I don't know, and I'm always like, oh, this is a TikTok song. And mm -hmm. he's like, no, it's just a song. You just heard it on TikTok. And a lot of people get annoyed that people only know a certain song off of TikTok. Like for me, for instance, um, Sugar by Rockhampton is now mm -hmm. a quote-unquote yeah. TikTok song. Yeah. And I hate it because I'm like, <laughs> no, they don't deserve I mean, they, they do deserve it, but... I don't want people to just know it as a TikTok song. I want them to know it as a Brockhampton song. Right. And a lot of my friend, that same friend, has actually told, he's worked with artists. Mm -hmm. He's told me that a lot of artists um, prefer to have their songs as TikTok songs because it gets attention. Right. Like, and they're, then they get attention because people are like, oh, who made this? For example, Doja Cat. Mm -hmm. I had no idea yeah. who that was until yeah. <laughs> her say so. Right. And now I know a lot more of her songs. Yeah. And yeah, it's just. Another thing with it is I'm surprised that people don't get in trouble for copyright because mm -hmm. TikTok is all about it's all, using other people's music. Right. And I think that's fine. I just feel like the same rules should apply to YouTube because it's the same thing. Like, if, if there's a song in the video and you want to be like, oh, what is this? Um, and they even credit it. Like, why is that not okay? Yeah. Because the artist gets attention either right. way. Right. So I think a, a big thing is, like, copyright and artists getting attention. Right. Especially... TikTok. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I guess, my next question. Do you think copyright should be a thing? Well, <laughs> I actually had um, a few lectures over this yeah. in my journalism class. Um, yes, because a lot of people will still will steal people's content if it's not under some type of written um, like ownership, but that is usually for, you know, photos, videos, like stuff that is really easy to duplicate um for music i think it should have certain restrictions right. like like i said for youtube social media i think as long as you credit the artist then it should be okay and the, also the artist always has control over their music like taylor swift i think has taken her stuff off of spotify mm -hmm. just because she wants to yeah like, i feel like as long as they still have control over it and they're like no i don't want them to use it on tiktok then tiktok will take it down they can't use it right um i think that's the only time copyright should be really 
a thing for music is right. just having the artist still keep control. Right. Um, another person that you mentioned, Taylor Swift, but right uh, before he passed away um, and before um, when Spotify was brand new, when Apple Music was brand new, Prince, Prince, who um, is my mom's, uh, one of my mom's favorite singers, um, his music was nowhere to be found on Spotify or Apple Music. The day after he died, it was available all around. Um, so, obviously, copyright issues, I'm sure. Um, and he just didn't want to sell it to, to the companies. And now they both have every single album he's ever released. But that's another thing. Copywriting is such a huge social media trend right now, especially right now with TikTok, because um, a lot of artists are like, eh. but. That's how we get new artists now, is through TikTok. Um, that's how new artists, or not new artists, but artists um, release new music. Um, and so that's how we get get music these days, um, is through TikTok, Instagram. I see a lot Spotify. of people, Spotify, yeah. Um, obviously, Jason Derulo has released two albums um, through TikTok. Um, and so, and he's fixing to release his next one through TikTok and Instagram, I think. Um, so that's how they release new albums, that's how we get new artists. I think we've gotten, I can't remember how many um, I saw the other day, but we've gotten a few new artists through TikTok. Um, but it is a social media trend, it is something that a lot of people are concerned about, but so is everything else that we've discussed. Um, removing the like button is a huge one. Um, the, the rise of everything that we've discussed is a problem in its own way. Um, however, it is good to talk about these things because it does help everybody to kind of understand, oh, this is what's coming 2020 and beyond. Um, so social media is getting way better. I can't wait to see what's next for, you know, social media and Instagram and Facebook especially. Um, Facebook's not going anywhere. Um, it's not going anywhere. Instagram now, since Facebook owns it, it's not going to go anywhere. Snapchat debatable. is debatable. I, I mean, like a lot it. of people are complaining about it right now. The only way Snapchat is going to stay for another 20 years is if the millennials keep it alive. And that's the only people that are keeping it alive right now. It is um, a lot of the reason that people communicate. Like, that's how I talk right. to you most of the time. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, and Generation uh, X, the 2000s and above, will keep Snapchat alive um, for as long as possible until, you know, we get phones that are completely see-through. <laughs> so, um, and then TikTok, I cannot imagine going anywhere anytime soon, at least. Um, like I said, new celebrities all the time, obviously. Uh, Charlie D'Amelio being one of the biggest ones right now, got to dance with Jennifer Lopez before the Super Bowl, um, been on Jimmy Fallon, on Ellen DeGeneres show, which unfortunately is canceled due to the world's problems right now. Um, but it's, this, these social media trends are definitely something we need to keep up with um, because they are gonna change the way we communicate throughout the whole world. Um, so, you know, every time I have something like, I, I gotta keep updated, I'll let Jamie know, and we'll have to keep you updated with all that. Um, but, however, we are kind of out of time for this podcast, and um, we'll have to talk to you all soon. All right, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>